Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do this, you'll find more peaceful meals through prep and planning. We will do this by focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 88, Four Soups to Meal Prep and Freeze This Fall. Hey everyone, it is fall, y'all. I hope you're as excited as I am. Now, I can't say that I'm the girl that stocks up on all things pumpkin, although I will probably make some of my whole wheat chocolate chip pumpkin muffins here pretty soon. I will say that fall is my absolute favorite season. The boots, the coats, the crisp air. Uh, This year, the baby finally getting out of my belly. (laughs) But most importantly, I love the food of fall. So if you've spent much time on my little food blog, uh, it will quickly become obvious that I'm a sucker for fall food and soups are no exception. Soups are one of my favorite things to cook. And it's on the menu multiple times a week when the weather starts to cooperate. So why are soups so great? Well, you can feed a ton of people with one pot. It's easy to double and triple recipes for tons of goodness to come. Generally speaking, they freeze well, which we're talking about today. They're warm and comforting, and you can pack a ton of veggies and other nutrition in there for not a whole lot of calories. So yes, it's definitely soups for the win around here. Um, Speaking of meal prepping and freezing soups, though, what considerations do you need to take when you're going to freeze soup? What freezes well and what doesn't? How do you store your meal prep soups? And what are the best recipes to make and freeze? Well, let's dig into these questions and we will also dig into which soups I keep in my freezer all the time and exactly how you can stock your freezer in the same way. So what considerations do you need to take before freezing soup? So let's talk about that. Dairy doesn't generally freeze very well. However, when when the dairy is mixed into something, it does fare better. So this isn't a hard and fast rule, but something to consider. Another consideration is that soups made with a roux may separate. Um, Often you can recombine those when you reheat them with a vigorous whisking, or if they're a pureed soup, you can just give them another whiz in the blender, but that is something to consider that they may kind of separate. You'll get a little liquid on the top. Um, Potatoes, frozen potatoes can become a bit grainy but we have talked about freezing potatoes successfully here on the podcast before, and you can do it. Pasta can become soft or mushy and overcooked veggies. So veggies that are too soft to begin with will become extra soft and start to disintegrate in the freezer. So these are some things to think about, some considerations to take before you choose which soups you want to be freezing. And I want to point out, and I kind of talked about this as I went through each of the considerations that I've broken many of these so-called soup freezing rules. 
nothing breaking these rules is not going to hurt you. The quality just might not be as top notch as you might expect. So don't stress too much. If something doesn't work well for you, then you'll know better for next time. Okay. So after you've taken those considerations, how do you store your meal prepped frozen soups? So there's a lot of options here. Glass mason jars will really protect the quality of your soups uh, because that glass is a little bit thicker. It doesn't allow flavors from the rest of the freezer to permeate in. So that's a really good way to go for quality sake. Uh, restaurant containers, plastic restaurant containers are one of my go-to cheap meal prep solutions. I'll drop a link to those. Uh, you can use those to freeze in and you could also store flat in Ziploc freezer bags. You can also try Super Cubes, which is a meal prep product. I'll drop a link to which Super Cubes are basically just ice cube trays in different sizes to allow you to freeze things in individual portions and then to easily store them in large Ziploc bags in a convenient way where you can just grab a cube when you're ready to eat, minimizing the need for a lot of containers. So I'll drop a link to those. Those are all different options of how you could store your meal prepped soup. So don't let not having the right container or supply stop you from meal prepping some soups to enjoy this fall. So now let's dig into some specific good soups to make and freeze. I'll have recipes for all four of these soups that I'm going to talk about, why they're so great, and my best tips for meal prepping and freezing them. And we'll go into some different strategies you can use because there's not just one way to meal prep, which is kind of what this podcast is all about. All right. So soup number one is chicken and wild rice soup. So why is this soup great? First of all, this is my favorite soup for fall. It's like comfort in a bowl. We, I'm pretty sure that the soup alone we eat like once a week in the fall. And I haven't made it yet this year. It is on the menu this week though. <laughs> um, but this soup is like comfort in a bowl. A bonus with this soup is that it doesn't contain potatoes, even though it almost has a flavor like it could. And they would probably be good in it. I've actually done a sweet potato version before which is really good. But for meal prep and for freezing, it's nice that it doesn't contain potatoes. Um, and the grain is a whole grain rice that freezes beautifully. And um, I freeze white rice, I freeze brown rice. They both do pretty well in the freezer, but whole grains do tend to hold up a little bit better, whereas the white rice can start to get a little bit crumbly, I guess would be the best word. Um, just as it breaks down a little bit in the freezer. So that's not gonna happen to you with this chicken and wild rice soup before. This soup is made with a roux, like I said, which means it can separate, um, but you can usually whisk it back together, no problem as you reheat it, even if it separates after freezing. I haven't really noticed a problem, but to be absolutely sure you can freeze it a different way, with some meal prep tips that I'm going to talk about with the soup right now. So meal prep tips for chicken and wild rice soup. If you wanna be really sure that the soup doesn't separate, you can prepare and freeze it without the roux and then make the roux to thicken it after the soup is thaw. 
Uh, something else I do frequently when I buy the rice blender that I use to make the chicken and wild rice soup. And like I said, all these recipes will be linked in the show notes so you can look into that. It comes in a bag that I think makes enough for three batches of soup. So sometimes I will just freeze the rice alone and then I'll make the soup from scratch again because the rice is one of the most time-consuming parts of this dish. Being a whole grain rice, it does take a while to cook. So that way I'm not meal prepping the whole thing, but I do have a head start on dinner, especially if I've meal prepped shredded chicken as well, which I do all the time. I almost always have meal prepped shredded chicken in the freezer. I also will usually leave out the heavy cream because of that dairy that we talked about until reheating the soup from the freezer. So those are your meal prep tips for creamy chicken and wild rice soup. Like I said, this is my favorite for fall. So check it out if you haven't. Tip number two is butternut squash and apple soup. So let's talk about this one and why it's great. So this soup is another yummy one. Um, I really like this. I feel like it's like the perfect like girl food. (laughs) If you're having like a girl's night, make like a make one of those delicious girly salads with, you know, fruit or pomegranate, some fall things in it, pumpkin seeds, and then make this soup to go with it. And you will please all of your girlfriends. It is delicious. Why it's great for meal prep is because it's pureed. So this is a tip for meal prepping soups that pureed soups tend to work really, really well. And that's because any texture issues that you notice from thawing and freezing are easily fixed with a whiz through the blender and you're not worried about maintaining those chunky pieces. Also texture issues from overcooked veggies, all of those kind of things kind of just go away because we're essentially taking the texture out of the soup. Another reason why this butternut squash and apple soup is great is because it's low in dairy. I do usually swirl in some cream at the end Uh, similar to the chicken and wild rice soup. But once again, it's really easy to leave that out and do it later. So when we're talking about this butternut squash and apple soup, what are the meal prep tips for this soup? And honestly, I I don't really have any tips because I would make this exactly as I always make it. So follow the recipe, get it in the freezer, thaw it, heat it up. Nothing really special with the soup, which is... Again, another thing that makes it so great for meal prep. All right. Soup number three is sweet potato and lentil chili. You guys, this chili is like so good. It takes a long time. You let it simmer on the stove for like five hours. It's easy, super easy, but you do have to kind of babysit it all day as it simmers on the stove, but it will make your house smell so good. If you've got a chili cook-off, this might be one to bring, although I did that once, and I suggest leaving out the sweet potatoes because people were afraid of them. They are delicious, but if you want to win your chili cook-off, then maybe leave out the sweet potatoes. Anyway, why is this great for meal prep? So meat and beans freeze great. Meat in particular, um, especially mixed into soups and things, I just don't notice much of a change in quality, particularly chicken might dry out a little bit, but particularly like your ground meats, I don't notice a change in quality from the freezer. Meat and beans are also a great source of protein, making this a protein rich soup. 
which can be one of the downfalls of soups, I guess, is that sometimes they don't have as much protein as another meal that you would choose. And I mean, doesn't chili just say fall? So perfect fall soup to freeze. Let's get into the meal prep tips for sweet potato and lentil chili. We talked about potatoes maybe not freezing as well or getting a little grainy. I've actually noticed this problem much less with sweet potatoes than with regular potatoes. So I would go ahead and just cook the soup with the sweet potatoes in. But again, if you're concerned, you could go ahead and just add your sweet potatoes at the end. Um, I have a recipe for freezing sweet potatoes separately on their own. If you do this or are interested in doing this, I'll drop a link to how to freeze sweet potatoes. We use these cubed sweet potatoes for a lot of things. I will roast them. I'll do sweet potato nachos or sweet potato skillets, those kinds of things for dinner. So you can freeze sweet potatoes separately and just go ahead and add those when you reheat or add freshly cooked sweet potatoes when you're ready. Like I said, this isn't something that I would really worry about. To me, the potatoes do just fine in the freezer, but that's the biggest meal prep tip. Uh, Another tip is that once again, you could make this fresh with meal prepped components. So you could just add some cooked ground beef from the freezer when it's time. Uh, And you can also, you can always use canned beans, which I usually do. But if you are into using fresh beans, you can meal prep and freeze beans alone. So you have the components to make this dish uh, ready and you can make it sort of a mix of fresh and meal prepped that way. But like I said, the soup makes a ton, it freezes well, and it's the perfect soup for your chili cook-off. All right, the last soup that we're going to talk about is minestrone. Why is minestrone great? So minestrone is a broth-based soup, which this is a tip I should have said earlier, but broth-based soups tend to do really well in the freezer. And minestrone also has lots of veggies, um, especially with the fall harvest. Minestrone is a really, really good one because you can put tomatoes in, zucchini. Uh, It's really versatile. You can switch up the vegetables based on what you have on hand. So this one would be my go-to for using up stuff in the fridge or freezer. Um, It's also super tasty. So let's get into meal prep tips for minestrone. So the biggest thing with minestrone is that generally speaking, it does contain pasta. And that was one of those considerations, if you remember from the beginning, is to think about pasta because it can get mushy in the freezer. So for me, if I were meal prepping minestrone, I would simply leave the pasta out and cook the pasta when I thaw and heat up the minestrone. Um, And this is something that I actually do a lot with pasta. I don't love the texture pasta gets in soup, even as leftovers in the fridge, just like one day. It's not my favorite. So I'll often cook pasta and leave it on the side and then just throw it in when it's time to eat. If you notice, I don't know if you guys have eaten at Zupa's, um, Zupa's is a big chain here in Utah, but I know it's spread out quite a bit. So Zupa's with their tomato basil soup does this very same thing. And they add the orzo pasta right when they serve it. Um, And that's just because pasta sucks up liquid and it 
it's hard to get it just right. Even when recipes call for like cooking the pasta inside the soup, you know, like you add a half a cup of pasta straight to the soup pot and let it, I almost never do that. I almost always cook it on the side just so that it has the best possible texture. So that's what I would do with my minestrone, but it is a great soup to meal prep, helps you use up those fall harvest veggies. All right, my friends. So that's it. Four soups you can meal prep this fall. I hope this gets you excited about fall. I know I'm excited, like I said, most of all to get this baby out of me in the next three or four weeks. So we will have one more episode of the podcast before I take a little maternity leave, which just so happens to coincide perfectly with the time that I take a break for season two. So that is season two of the podcast just about wrapped up. I'll come back for season three in December. So you'll catch me one last time. Next week, I'll talk about the staples that I have on my grocery list almost every single week and why those foods are staples. So we'll talk about that. And then I will catch you all again right before Christmas. So thanks so much for listening, for following along. I hope you make some of these recipes. If you do, let me know how they taste, how they did in the freezer. And also let me know what soups you might be meal prepping this fall. Thanks so much for listening, friends. Until next time, happy planning.